Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show, episode number 69. I'm so happy about this. Can we can we just agree that's the last reference we'll make to 69? Absolutely not. Never. Absolutely not. Kevin said something earlier that I like. It's been 68 in the making. Coming all the way to number oh, wow. six. It really has. Like we should, uh, quick announcement. We're retiring the show after this because mm. this is the pinnacle. It can't get yeah, any higher no, than this. You can't get better There's no this. point in doing any more <laughs> once you've hit 69. We're going to do the Game Over Greg show, the new class. Yes. Oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, Greg is gone. He's in Mexico. Um, and so I'm hosting it again. And I think I've, I've hosted one other Game Over Greg show. I don't remember which one it was. Obviously, everyone knows that the tenor and cadence of the show when I host it is a little bit different. I'm not going to get loud and crazy. I'm not going to bang on this table, although you guys can. Oh, I will. This table. Yeah. Give it to the table. And, you uh, just did. You yeah, lied. Yeah. You lied to the people, Colin. I, I actually patted it. Oh, okay. okay. Padding. He patted it, it like it was, like it was, it was a nice butt. butt. Yeah. He just gave it a little Because it's episode push. 69. Yeah. Yeah. Push, push. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, for the uninitiated, Game Over Greggy Show. Uh, kind of Funny's flagship podcast. We've been doing this before. We were even kind of funny. Uh, show is recorded all at once, as you're going to see here. And then we split it up topic by topic, day by day, as I think Greg says. Mm-hmm. So here's how it basically goes. Our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash kind of funny get the episode first as an audio or video, depending on how much, you know, what their tier is. But that's okay. If you don't want to give us money, that's all good. The following Monday on youtube.com slash kind of funny, each topic goes up until, you know, through Thursday. Then Friday, the full episode goes up and it'll also go up on your audio services like iTunes. So you can download for free if you want to wait. No big deal. But we appreciate your support on Patreon very much. Mm-hmm. By the way, who's on the, around the table? Because we, we have an unfamiliar face for some of you here. Um, and we have a very familiar handsome face over there and an even more handsome mm-hmm. face here. And Damn. A, face that, a face that's covered Grizzled. in what my girlfriend says is maybe looks like Smiling. pubic hair. Crotch, uh, crotch fur. Tim, mm-hmm. everyone knows you. They know me. I'm Colin. That's Nick. This is Alfredo Diaz. Why, Diaz. hello. Now, Alfredo recently quit Back IGN. If you have not heard, he's streaming full time yep. uh, over at twitch.tv slash uh, Alfredo plays and can be found on Twitter at the Alfredo plays and we, yes, we're sir. very glad to have mm-hmm. him with us. So mm-hmm. Alfredo, thank you for joining us. Yeah, uh, with you guys. Now we have four topics as usual. Yes, I don't know where to begin, so I'm going to begin with our guest, Alfredo. Alfredo, you're going to go first. Okay. What is your topic this week? What would be the perfect girl slash relationship in your mind? Okay. So just the be perfect. Car- be relationship. careful. It doesn't need to be girl. Nick, Are we going with the perfect girl heard, or the perfect I heard, relationship? I heard a very interesting. Uh, I was I was listening to another podcast that shall not be named because this should be the only podcast anyone listens to ever. But they were talking about <laughs> and, this and kind of funny games cast, kind of yeah, funny games cast. Yeah. Uh, but they said that there's only four reasons to ever get into a serious relationship. Or actually, this was more likely to get married, and I'm probably going to slaughter these. But one is if she's under the age of 25 and you're over the age of 50. One is if you have no money and she has a shit ton of money. Okay. Um, oh, t- wait, wait. Is, is this a drink delivery? Yeah. Wait, hold on. There's Coke? Kevin, can we get a Coke for, for our guest, Alfredo? Oh, my Thanks goodness. for the coffee, Kev. Thank you, Kevin. And I can't remember the other two. But you guys get the drift of where mm-hmm. those are going. Um, mm-hmm. What's Tim, what's your perfect relationship? Jesus, guy blowing up here. Let's go to Colin first. Oh, okay. Uh, I've been in so many different kinds of relationships that I've gotten a little taste of what I like and what I don't like. And I think that the perfect relationship is probably an amalgamation of all of them. As I've explained, I think I in the past, that. and I, I, I've even explained it to my girlfriend, like there's, I don't really feel like there's such a thing as a perfect or the right relationship. I, and I even talked to a friend of mine where I was like, I don't believe in the one. I think that there's probably many, the ones it's a matter of like who you sync with at the certain, at a certain time, because relationships like life 
are all about timing. Mm -hmm. All about timing. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've been, I've been communication and definitely communication is definitely important. Because there have been there were girls that I I wasn't with in college that would have worked out great now that I'm 30. There are girls that I was in college with that wouldn't have worked out no matter what. There are there are girls that I've been with as an adult that if I was a kid maybe we would have had even a better time together. So many truths spoken right now. Yeah, this makes sense. So like it's all it is all about timing. Like yeah, I, I you know. A girl that I dated in high school when I was, you know, we were just stupid kids when I was 16 or whatever. Like, what does that relationship look like when you're 30? Mm-hmm. You know, when you're 30 year olds and are you, you're not stupid anymore in your experience. Right. Like, what does that look like? Uh, it's weird though. Do you have the friends that got married after high school or like stayed together from high school all yes. the way through? And now you're like, I have these two friends specifically that I still see on Facebook and I'm like, still together. That's got to be so weird to have spent I imagine maybe they broke up a little bit here and there in their 20s or maybe they experienced some other things but for the most part they have been each other's the one for the better part of their post pubescent lives no yeah pubescent life. I don't know since they became just sexually aware yeah. yeah no you know? I, I know a couple just like that my one of my good buddies that I went to college with I was in his wedding actually because they, they got married a couple years ago he and his girlfriend went to, went to high, like grew up together in the same town in New England went to college together got married and all this kind of stuff and are really they're gonna be i have no doubt like that they're gonna be together forever there is there are those things happen i do think that that kind of relationship is somewhat rare um and and for me like so for me the perfect relationship is what it needs to be at that time because i don't Mm -hmm. think that there's an i don't think that there's a definition yeah of what what is the you know god forbid you know my, my my girlfriend and i break up and i have a relationship when i'm 40 the perfect relationship at 40 was not going to be the perfect relationship when I was 16 exactly, yeah. or 21 or 30. Yes, I mean, Kevin, do me a favor. Teeter the ice-cold beverage just haphazardly on the three coasters that are sitting on each other right above the computer that streams and the soundboard. Please just teeter that up there. Please please put it right there so that oddly if, you're, if your elbow just happens to slam into it, it'll destroy all of our fucking livelihood. Just the entire thing in one foul swoop because I don't want to come to work tomorrow. Yeah. I love you, sense. Kevin. I think you're right. When it comes to the perfect relationship, that doesn't exist. But that's like, there's no definition of that. It's different for every person. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. What is love? We had a topic about that mm, a long yeah. time ago. You can't really define that. Like, it's something different. What is art? No, someone did define it. So what that, are actually. things that kind of like stand Baby, out don't to hurt you me. then? Don't yeah. hurt me. No more. No they more. didn't define it. They just they asked it a bunch of times. Right. And then shook their heads. They, they don't know the answer. That was it. I mean, like, that's a good definition. What if that's is what love, love is, baby, I'm in. Don't hurt, well, uh, Alfredo asks, "What is the? What are some of the like factors the, that the, stand the out?" Basic things. Yeah. And for, again, that is a person by person basis. Mm-hmm. For me, I need someone, and this is something that you either teach your spouse, like your significant other, your spouse, whatever, or they know already. Which is you teach them, it, it, like because some people are are used to, for instance, a doting boyfriend, which I am not. Or like, what, a, what, okay, explain. Like, like, like <laughs> you words. throw it on them. Like, you're, someone you're, is constantly with you, constantly wants, like, buying for your attention, constantly giving you attention. Yeah, like uh, that's uh, not coddling me. you, or, like, or being that schmoopy. I'm mm. the exact opposite. Like, I and, and Cheryl knew this and learned this over time, where it was like, I need you to leave me alone. Yeah, like, yeah, you're like my our time. Our time together. Our <laughs> Colin <time>, Moriarty. <laughs> our time together is much more precious and much more like interesting and wanted mm-hmm. when we have some time apart. And like to me, like that, that's just that's just real talk. And she and we've been together for a long time. And she and she knows that, like, you know, she like when she gets home from work, she has a really serious job that's like very taxing on her. She she tells me all the time, just fucking leave me alone. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't want to talk. I need time to decompress. And then we sit, you know, a couple hours later after we eat dinner and stuff, we lay in bed and watch a show or whatever. And that's our special time. Then she goes to bed early, and I peel off and play games in the living room. Like 
if I didn't have like my own free time, then I couldn't possibly be happy in this relationship. So one 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 thing must come before the other. So that's one of the things that really stands <laughs> out. Yeah. So hopefully they come. Maybe they come at the right. same time. Yeah, they're Episode sixty nine. <laughs> coming at the same time. Nine. Uh, so no, I hear you. That's that, that's that, that's the most important thing. If I cannot be happy with me and like my own time, and I just resent you for taking all my time, then that's gonna be a huge problem for that relationship. It's yeah. very true. Some people need some people need to be coddled. Some people need to be doted on. Um, when you ask that question, my my first instinct was saying like my perfect relationship is the one I have with my wife. Um, it's not perfect. There is no such thing as yeah, perfect. Not at all. Um, but the reason why it's so good <laughs> is because we've been together seven years. We've been through those trials and tribulations of having those really hard conversations about what each and each other needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the most important thing is the perfect relationship you can, you have, or you should try to find is someone with whom you can be open and honest. Um, because once you have that, then you have near perfection because you can tell the person, this is what I need right now. For instance, I'm very much like Colin. I do the exact same thing. I come home. My wife's had a really long day. Sometimes she doesn't really want to interact with me in that way. So sometimes we'll just sit and we'll watch TV until she goes to bed or we'll talk. We'll turn the TV off. We'll talk for an hour. Then she goes to bed. Then I have a couple hours to myself at the end of the night. That is the routine that we've worked into. Uh, when I travel, she doesn't need me to be texting all the time. She doesn't need me to be calling her all the time. I don't need to be around all the time. For the most part, she values me when I'm there. And she values what I'm doing with my life. And, and, and gives me the space and the respect to go out there and do it. And that is something that we we didn't have originally, right? Because we didn't, we didn't really know. You don't really know that that's what the other person needs. Mm-hmm. But you know, she knows that I am fiercely independent. And also, really need some cuddle time every once in a while. Every okay. once in a while, I need to climb up in there like a little kitten. Big spoon just, or little spoon? I mean, if we're being honest, mm-hmm. little spoon. Mm. I think I'm a little spoon on every once in a while. Oh, it's funny because Cheryl and I have I'm about Cheryl that and life. I, I'm going to let you guys into a little spoon life. I'm going I'm to let you guys into a little secret. Cheryl and I don't call it little spoon or big spoon. We call it position one or position two. <laughs> what the? <laughs> position one is when I'm the big spoon, and position two is when I'm the little spoon. I love that. That's, that's so. And so, she, yeah, well, <laughs> because, because we have a way to communicate. Because Cheryl and I go way, ba- like way back. You know, we went, to, we went, to, we were from the same town in Long Island. Here. We've known her for a very long time. So like we have a way to communicate with each other where it's like where it's like it like, sounds like one of his like clan tactics. He's playing Call of Duty. He's like S two S two. But she'll, she'll like I'll get in the bed, but I'll get in the bed and she'll be like all groggy and sleep because she's been sleeping for a couple hours. And she'll be like she'll be like she'll just turn around and be like position one and then just like and then just like turn over or whatever. And I'm like, so yeah. usually you just normally just feel it out yeah. and then just go into yeah. it. Oh no, see, there's that's, a call out for that. There, yeah, exactly. I like the, I like the call. It's for me. I've re- like recently at least. <laughs> I'm doing it's that been this uh, rotisserie. We need to do shirts shipping. like two different shirts. That's position one, position yeah. two. It's like just sell them. It's the same thing. Sell it as yeah. like a, a he and she thing. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's fun. But for me, it's uh, been this thing like a rotisserie chicken where throughout the night it'll just switch back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And I like that because I like rotisserie chicken a lot. Me too. Rotisserie chicken is nice. fantastic. It's what pretty I, good. What I realize about the snuggling thing or like the spooning thing is that I can't do it for more than like a few minutes at no. a time. No. Like, like you begin in position one or you get in a position two and then eventually your arm starts falling asleep. Yeah, I'm just like I, it's too hot. See, I want to read. Like I can't. You know, like I'm, I, I'm I'm 100 yeah, right there like, with you. I I get in that spot with my wife because my wife is very very much like, look, we got a king size bed, bro. Like we got it for a reason. I didn't get it so that. Three quarters of the bed could be blank right. while while we take up one of the quarters. So we'll start the night by cuddling, and then I feel this. Have you ever have you ever had a you guess ever had a lap dog that you that you has a family dog or anything like that where like the dogs they snuggle up in between you and they're cool for a bit and then eventually they do this shit. 
where they sprawl out and they oh, just they they create space <laughs> where like yeah. it's so like strange. it's like it's like the you know the the, the core tenet of jujitsu where you have to create space. That's what they say in, in jujitsu. You're always creating space. You're creating space. That's what my wife will do. Is I'll be cuddling and all of a sudden I'll feel I'll feel my arms extend out as her entire body just pushes me over to the other side. And then if I so much as lean back over toward her, she'll go uh uh-uh. uh uh uh-uh. and I'm like. It's not him. Right. okay. We're not cuddling right. anymore, right. and I'll fall asleep. But then maybe in the morning, I'll feel like a little, a little like you know, fox come up all up on me and give me position too. There's, yeah, there's got to be a balance. I did have a relationship though that um, it went on for like two years where I couldn't <laughs> cuddle her at all because the moment I I would cuddle her, she would get extremely hot and yeah. sweaty. That's my wife. My so wife. Just, it just did, like it just never happened. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. So my whole life, I've been very, I get super hot, and nasty, and sweaty, and I just can't mm. deal with it, and yeah, I can't sleep. Sixty nine, sixty nine. I I can't sleep, and I just like I keep, <laughs> I keep thinking about it all night, and it's just like then I just lay there all night. And it's been horrible. So I've never been able to do the whole cuddle thing. Like cuddling's very much been a, a activity. Yeah. That needs to have an end. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. It's, good, it's, it's, a been, it's been a new thing for me where it's like I can actually sleep like that. And I'm okay. Like somehow I'm okay with it. I'm like, all right, this is cool. I'm, I'm down with this. Mm. Um, but I definitely think it's a body temperature thing where I can somehow not get super hot. Mm. And it's, it's been good. It's the most uncomfortable in the beginning of a relationship where you're just like, oh, man, I'm like trying to, you know, get in with this chick and I'm going to cuddle her. And like, mm. I, I want to be as close to her as much as possible. Yeah. And it's like two hours of spooning. It's like, mm. I mean, she's lying on my chest. I mean, Cool. At any moment, well, a kiss could a go down. Right now, but that, like I can't feel the rest of my body. It's that question of at any moment shit can go down. Yeah, like when you're doing that, you're in, you're in such close proximity, mm-hmm. and your your goods and their goods are so close mm-hmm. at any given moment, whether position tit one or on position two. Action. Yeah, like yeah, you know, it's yeah. you got that ship. You never know like where the intentions are. So it's like once you get the thought of sexual activity in your head, no matter where they're at mentally, that's all you're thinking. You're taking everything as a sign. You're like, did you just oh, put dude. your butt on me for? Was that? Oh thing? yeah. Was, you, were you trying to hit me with that? Because you just, just backed that thing up. Wait till me. you get married. <laughs> wait till you get married because when when I was single, you would have to sort of make that break, right? It would be an on and off switch where you would be like, okay, I think it's ready. Can we let's hit the switch now? Oh no, we hit the switch too early. Whatever. When you're married, it's just like it's like a flat line of always wanting sex. You're like, you're making dinner. What up? Like, are we doing this? No? Cool. Let's eat dinner. And let's check back in then. Like, because you're just, you're, just, you're just trying to be ready for it whenever you go. Because you never know with your wife. You could be like, just you know, you're, just, you're, you're always together. It's always it's always just forever. Like, you know, in your relationship, but most, most of your relationships when you're young, especially in your mid-20s, which you guys are, it's like, you never know if, how long this is going to last for. Like, you don't, I don't know if this is forever. I don't know if this is a real thing. We're still feeling this out. Once you get married, you've already committed to each other. So, like, you're not, you don't have that anymore, that excitement level. So, you're like, this is it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. We do No, no. And I try to, oh man, I try to turn everything into sex. Everything into sex. My wife will be like plucking her eyebrows. I'll be like, I'll just pop up behind her. Like, what up? How you doing? Those look real good. Real good. (laughs) A little grab of the tush and then 69. You don't have 69 anymore once you get married. It's FYI. No? No? No, they take that out. It's actually a paper you have to sign for the state of California. It says the positions that you can and cannot do. And 69 is one of them. The Wobbly H, also not one of them. You're not allowed to do that. <clears throat> All right. I've done a lot of shit in my time in bed. I have no idea what that is. The Wobbly H? No. What, what is the Wobbly H? Now? That's when you got, there's two guys. Oh, my, okay. Oh, uh, got yeah. it. Uh, got yeah, it. yeah, it makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to make like are, are, Eiffel Tower. Are Cleveland steamers allowed in in 
marriage situation. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Farting beca- takes on a whole new level. And like shitting and farting takes on a whole new level of interestingness. That's not even a word. But when you become married because you're, you you just let go of a lot of those things. The gases. When, yeah, when you, when you like, especially when you move in with someone. That's oh, yeah. That's really I shit, I, I've shit in front of Cheryl like so many times not even funny. Cause like, yeah, there like, was, like, it like, lost its appeal. Yeah, but, well, just because like she's like in the bathroom, like I gotta go, I'm sorry. And, yeah. Like, you can either leave or not, but I'm taking a shit right now. No, I mean, and there will be, there will be times, <laughs> you, there'll be times when the conversation will start on the couch and then one of you will get up to go, maybe go to the bathroom, the other person has to get something out of the bathroom. The conversation keeps going and then you're just like, it, it occurs to her. You see it in her in her eyes before anything else registers. Oh that you're just like, well, I came in here for a reason, and you followed me in here, and I'm not going to tell you why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. And she's so like, you're fucking disgusting. Can you just tell me when you need privacy? And I'm like, I don't need privacy. We're married. I can do anything. In this is what you me. married. You married me and my yeah. shit. This is why oh when, when, when we get divorced, you'll know exactly why. She'll be like, no, Your Honor. He constantly. He would not stop shooting in front of me. He would not stop shooting in front of me. Well, that, um, well, that's that goes back to what what we look for in a relationship, and that's another thing is 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 being comfortable. Whether it's comfortable silence, which I love, comfortable silence is like one of the best things ever. I love that. Uh, and like where you don't feel like you need to say anything. There's nothing to be said. It's okay. And, and uh, I'm not good at that at all. No. Mm. Like where you just sit there and just be like, you know, it's not weird because it's just like no one has anything to say. That's okay. I mean, I that mean, could that could be weird early in a relationship. I have a lot of friendships that that's true where that'll happen. But I mean, oh man, you get, if it's me and a girl together, I think for me, perfect relationship, never shut the fuck up. Just keep talking. Really? Just keep on talking. Oh, you gotta have those quiet moments where you're, like, so you're reading a book or you're on your iPad or whatever and you're on the couch with her and then like she'll go over and play footsie with you for a second. That's all that's needed. That's, that's, that's all you really need. Just a little recognition that the person's still alive and breathing. Mm. That's all that matters. Are you guys still at the place with the relationships where um, you still have to hold the farts in? Because that's, yes. that's no. the worst. I fart on her. Definitely. Not in my long-term <laughs> relationships, no. Not really? at all. There's one time where we, we just came from the grocery store. She was walking in front of me. We, were, we put the bags down. We were walking to the bedroom. And I just walk, and I just get hit with this, you like, cloud yeah, of, like, brother. gas. And it literally knocked me down. <laughs> this was my ex. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, you know, I'm... I'm all right. Yeah. No, I let, mm. I let loose with that side. In fact, like... Cheryl, Greg always says like he doesn't hear anything out of our bedroom except for the occasion. Like, what the fuck? Or like, <laughs> or like you're, or like you're gross. Or like, ew. Because like, ew. I, because, like we, because we do like the grossest shit. That's calling the one like, ew. I love that. Because like, uh, you know, everyone's gassy in the morning. Cheryl like always, you know, cuddle up to me in the morning, whatever. And I'll, and I'll, and we'll be in position two, I guess. And uh, and I'll just, and I'll just fart like right on her. <laughs> And, and and she and she gets mad that I'm like I'm so, I'm so I call it my defense mechanism like a, like a, like an octopus spraying ink where I'm like I'm I'm scared you scared me early. you scared me I didn't know what happened that oh was big God. attack that's so funny so that I mean that's why like Cheryl's been such a a blessing for me is that like you know she and I have our problems and we 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 have our fights and our quarrels but she I've never been so comfortable being who I am mm-hmm. around her like I don't hide anything from mm-hmm. her I am completely who I am yep. Around her, and that's and it's all like I've never, I've been in other long term relationships, but I've never been quite to that point. You know, when you were with a girl, even for a while, like where she's kind of still judging you, and you kind of still have to be. You got to be that that, that be kind of else. idealized version of that guy you think she wants, but you don't really know. Like you're yeah. like you're hanging yeah. out with her at her place, or whatever, and then you have to take a shit. Now yeah. that is not a problem now at all. Like, I'll just still you know like Charlie, I gotta I'm taking a shit. Yeah. Now, uh, but back then you're like running the water, you feel bad, or you're trying to hold like there's just. I don't want to be in that position ever again. That's why I know that if I don't, Cheryl and I don't get married, I'm probably just not gonna marry anyone. Because like I can't do this again. No, it's once you <laughs> once you've reached that level. That's that's the thing. That's why I kid I kid around about a lot of things. 
second, third marriages, um, just escaping to Asia and just getting lost there for a while. But, <laughs> but <laughs> getting lost in like ten or twenty women. That's it. But uh, in reality, me. in reality, I don't want to go through that again. It was really, really hard, and it was really, really meaningful getting to know someone on that level. And to Colin's point, that's where I'm at with my wife, right? Where every relationship I'd had before that, there was always sort of a sort of that. Uh, and this is shit you put on yourself too, because I don't think a lot of the women that I did put this on me. But I'm always like, oh, I got to be sort of a better version of who I am right now in order to be seen in your eyes the proper way. And then I met my wife, and she was like, stop, why, why, why? I like mm-hmm. you. Just you. Just be Do yourself. You. Do you. And, and then sometimes tone it down when we're at parties. That's all she has. <laughs> you know? Which is oh fair. It's fair enough. God. It's fair enough because, you know, I ask her yeah, to do some kinky you're shit. Little, you're a little crazy. So that's fine. No, I get, I, you know, you guys are saying some really good stuff. And I feel like, for me, the most important thing to a relationship is timing and communication. And just being honest yeah. and yeah. open with Very stuff. Very true. And I, I think timing is so important because you, the most important thing of a relationship working is you being you. And yeah. figuring out who you, that what that means and who you are, and that's why you know we're now Alfredo. We're adults now. Right. You're closer like, to thirty than you are. This is kind of this is kind of crazy. I don't know. I play video games for a living. So that's true. That's true. <laughs> we're, we're never really going to be adults, but like everyone else is going to pretend we are. Yeah. And like that's crazy to me. Is like who we are now is essentially it's, it's who we are. Yep. And when you look back at who we were, those are different people. Way like different. some of the similarities, you know, came through. But it's like, you know, Colin's been this guy. For the last couple of years, he's gonna keep being this guy. Nick, the same thing. It's like we, we're now at this place that this is who we are. Yep. And so, getting into relationships with people now that it's not high school shit anymore. It's not even college shit anymore. Like this is like real shit. It's like you meet people and you're like, this is who you are. This is who I am. We're this is us. We're a thing. I think that's crazy because it's like recently in my life, there's been a lot of ongoing like drama and stuff and like just a lot of my friends and just different relationships. And most of my friends had that are with people are have been with people since high school or since early mm. early college so that they're in like seven year relationships with these people that they met when they were little kids you know and it's interesting to see how they work together compared to how people that just meet now work together mm-hmm. and it's so weird how that pace is just so so much quicker because now that we know who we are it's like all right we can skip the bullshit we don't need to do this whole fake being the best version of me i can be it's right be you right yeah, yeah. And do all that stuff. And I feel like it's you, – you see it a lot when it comes to, like, our friends are starting to get married, which is weird. You know? You get you go through those periods where y- y'all get – y'all graduate college and your friends start getting married, right? Mm-hmm. Then your friends start having kids. <laughs> then the weird one is when your friends start getting divorced. That's the God, strange okay. one. Well, that's like – When you're just off. like, I think that's oh, a little weird. Yeah, and, and you will go through that because everyone goes through that, right? Mm-hmm. But to your point earlier – I'm sorry I interrupted you, but – that's why I always advocate not getting into a serious relationship until you're getting closer to 30. Because you really don't necessarily know who you are until you hit about 25, 26, right? And you have that sort of that sort of period where, you know, you're not on the same wavelength with a woman. Then you hit 25 and you guys can kind of understand if you're going to be compatible going forward together, mm-hmm. if you're going to complement each other's lives. The dangerous part, especially for guys, I don't know for women because I'm not one, um, is that when you hit 30, 35, especially in this city, you then become less and less inclined to want to grow with someone. And I see it all the time in my neighborhood, these guys that stayed single, and they, it, like, ruins them. And I'm not saying if you're single right now, you're you're in a bad place. But having someone in your life that can keep your ass in check, especially when you're crazy like me, is a very, very important thing. I can't even imagine who I would be right now if I didn't have my wife. I'd probably be rotten. I'd be rotten. You'd be in Asia somewhere getting lost. I would just be, <laughs> be lost in translation, except translation would be 
a five foot two. What are you oh looking my at? God. What are you <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's yeah. the end of that topic. I'll bet you that topic right now. Uh, Tim, yes, you're up. Mm-hmm. All right. So, because we have Alfredo on this show, I feel I like... Can, don't shake your head at me, Kevin. <laughs> you knew what you were getting yourself into. You quit. My God. I feel like this topic is, is very appropriate. Alfredo's here. Episode 69. It's been a long time coming. I like Colin's noise. It's not like, you funny. Wait for that Col- one. By the way, Colin is what makes it funny. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's, only, it's well, scummy it's normal if Colin it's doesn't you. get down to it. Yeah. yeah. It's normal if it's me. Alfredo's just being nice. But then when Colin does it, it's like, we got, we got it. We got we it. We hit something. We, we hit a resonance. So, my topic is dating in the modern world. Oh, man. So, Nick, for... The uninitiated. Mm, what is this, that like? This means it's it's crazy. It's a whole new world it's a... where everything's really easy and it's just thrown at you and it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And um, so I it's think... easy. You're saying it's easy. Oh yeah, finding oh, yeah. quality. That's a whole other finding story. A, the re- a real relationship, mm-hmm. a quality relationship, but like much harder. sexually dating or but just, casually yeah, dating. It's just yeah. too fucking easy. I mean, where it's do like you want disgusting. me to start? I've uh, it's, okay. I mean, start like, at the beginning. Well, I mean, here, here's here's my thing. Like, <laughs> regale us. We've talked about Tinder before, mm-hmm. and Tinder is just like it's this crazy. It's the you know the best iOS game of 2013, yep. 2014. Yeah. It, it's just crazy. It allows you to literally just say yes or no to people like on you would you fuck want to bang, don't want to bang. Wow, that's awesome. nuts. Yeah, it's but it's like beyond that, it's like there's all these uh, online dating sites, and we're at the point now where that's not a weird thing. It's a normal thing. That's like if you don't, if you have no story of online dating at some point, it's kind of weird. Like, or I, just I, not I, think, as, I don't know about that. No, are you kidding me? Well, that's, I, so I, I so I'm talking about people my age. My, my experiences don't come from Tinder. They actually come from weird places like Instagram and Twitter. Well, so that that's what I'm getting on. <laughs> really? You got with girls over Twitter? Like, this th- it starts going up. One. But then <laughs> the, the, the thing that no one's really understanding right now, the freaking the underdog is Uber Pool. Oh my god, Uber Pool. Uber is Pool. Uber so pool. Good. A practical implement it's that can be used for dating. So yeah. Oh my good. god, it's where it's at because so, yeah. Fuck Tinder. Fuck this yes or no shit. Uber Pool is, you say, hey, a stranger's going to get in the car with you. Yep. Probably going to go somewhere where they're trying to have fun. And you're forced and it's to in the same direction. You're in going. In the same by. direction. Yeah. And so you're at there any in the moment, car you could for... be like, hey, uh, just I'll go with her. Mm-hmm. Done. And this happens? So, oh, yeah. Alfredo. So, uh, so there's so many times where I would just, I just start taking Uber Pool back from, from IGN after work. Alfredo just takes Uber Pool constantly. He's like, I'm just taking Uber Pool tonight. Where? Who the fuck cares? I'm just going to take it. No, well, so that's the other thing. Uber Pool is five dollars. It's like five dollars yeah, if you do it with an SF. Yeah. So it's like fucking cheap as shit. You just pay five dollars and you just it's the world's playing Russian first roulette. Date. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I would when I was at working at IGN, I would get off, I'd hit the Uber Pool, then it'd ping for someone else and be like, "Oh, it's a chick. All right." Anyways, so like you get picked up or she get picked up first, and then you're in this ride and with this person, this female, and you're stuck together for a good half hour. So. You have a good half hour to spit game this and make just, it work, make it twerk. You know what I mean? Like, make, make it twerk. Work. And you're, you're going in the same direction. And sometimes there's a group of girls. There's There was a time where there was a group of girls and they were all going to go eat. And I slithered my way through that conversation. And then eventually we all like went out to go eat together. And it was chill and it was fun. <laughs> that's how it fucking I mean, happens, like, man. That's how it is. But, I mean, the thing with, with Uber, though, it's it could... Half the time it's a dude. So it's like, whatever, it's just a normal ride home. But there's always that time where it's like, ooh... It's a lady, you know? And then I, this literally makes me want to be an Uber pool driver just to make videos <laughs> out of you taking Uber pools with women. Yeah, just it's like genius. Think about all the shit you could do where like you show up that you pick them up first on purpose, then you come pick Alfredo up and he's just greased up in a speedo. 
And he's like, oh, can I get, can I get, and you, we make you like sit in the middle of the girls. And you're like, what's up? Just balancing your pecs the entire time. Oh my time. God. Hold on, do that again, Nick. Oh my God. It's beautiful. Since when did you develop? If you're not watching the video, that. he's <laughs> learned that. He when you hit a certain level of shadow boxing, you're able to do that. He's, he's controlling his pecs. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't know that. I, know. Know. I mean, I know Terry Crews does that. Don't do it again. I don't like. I don't want to see that again. <laughs> not like in my it. house. Not in this I house. I like it. Damn. Um, yeah. You know, I actually ended up uh, one time dating a girl off Instagram. How? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> she followed me. Of course, when someone follows you, you're like, ooh, like who's you gotta this? Stalk them. Sure. You gotta stalk them. She was, a, she was a chick, an Asian model girl from San Diego, from LA. Asia. Yeah. Oh, really? From LA. Just a different one. What the? Oh, uh, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so this is how it went. She followed me. Mm-hmm. I followed her back. Yeah. Then, you know, she gives me a couple of likes. And you can tell when a girl's really gone through your Instagram because she's liking shit from like five. 2008. Like, 2008. Like, you're like, all right. Like you did the whole scroll. Which, you by the way, don't do that. It's a dead giveaway that you're stalking. It's someone. a dead Unless giveaway. you want them to know you're stalking them, in which yeah. case, go for it. Which they, they're well aware. They're not stupid. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They know it's mind games. And that <laughs> is what games. modern dating is all about. Fucking Jedi mind tricks and just yeah. playing this stupid game of trying to outdo the other person. And that's the thing. It just keeps going. Because when you think you're outdoing them, guess what? They're, They're outdoing, outdoing you, you too. So yeah. wait. How, so keep going. So she likes a picture of you when pictures. you're in like grade school. I like some pictures of hers. Right. I made sure to backtrack. Not too far. Because that could be creepy. Show some but class. But just, you know, you know yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Do you, now, when and you then come across the picture of her doing like yoga in her underwear, do you like that no, one? No, 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 no. Okay. It's got to be. You gotta like, like you, a picture of the sky. Of her exactly. and a dog. The sky, right. the food. Colin knows what's up. You can play the game. So, I mean, you like some pictures and eventually that's it. Don't go too far don't yeah. don't be the the one to initiate the, the whole commenting section yeah eventually a couple months down the line it's, it's a slow <laughs> slow burn slow burn for sure i post a picture she comments and all right cool we're in that zone now bam right <laughs> and then eventually six months down the line i post a picture that i'm at e3 and she's like oh i'm at e3 too like i'm here at this event um and, you know and eventually from there Thank you, base God, that Instagram now has direct messages. Send a little cute picture, which is what I did. And then from there, you get to talk in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, sure, let's go have lunch. And then eventually, we dated for a while. Yeah, and that's yeah. how that shit fucking happened. Damn, but that's yeah. not your only Instagram story. Because there is a San Diego girl. Yes, there is. Essentially, the same thing. That's yeah, how it a very, very similar. Yeah, but but that one that one wasn't even Comic-Con. No, 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 no. This one, Alfredo, Alfredo's so good. And I've said this before. We, Alfredo's been on the show one one more, one other time. Oh, yeah. that was a raunchy time. And uh, and our, our topic was, like, how, how to approach women and how to talk <laughs> to them and stuff. And we're saying that Alfredo's horrible at it. Like, I can't. Alfredo has no game when I it can't. comes to talking to girls. No. But it's remember like the once... time. Remember the time that Nick was like, hey, I've got these two Asian chicks over there. Uh, at the uh, at the <laughs> bar, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I, <laughs> finish this story so it doesn't make me sound like a horrible human being. And my wife was at this bar, by the way. Two Asian chicks with me. And they're on. They're you guys' age. And uh, I, I let, me, shut up. let me tell the rest of the story. We're at my friend's engagement party. This is at Eric's engagement party yeah. up in California. And these two, I bumped into these two girls, and they seemed nice, and they were cute. And I was like, "Oh, Tim and Alfredo are here. You should meet my two friends. They're single and they're they're super cool." And I pointed you guys out, and they're like, "Oh yeah, they're cute. Bring them over." So I walk over, and I was like, "Hey, these two girls. I didn't say these two Asian girls. I was like, "Hey, those two girls over there. Uh, think you guys are cute. You guys, should, you should come talk to them." And you all. 
fucking we fumbled the fumbled rock. so <laughs> the hard. Oh yeah, we were so Tim, literally at one point I looked over and Tim was like like doing some sort of like weird eclectic dance to try to get them to smile and they just kind of turned around on him and like faced oh, wait, that, none of that happened that, that, that did not happen. happen. that's this weird eclectic dance <laughs> yeah, no. he was like no this is a Fast and Furious dance Fast yeah. and Furious building building Tokyo. Fast and Furious yeah I like Tokyo that Drift. oh my god yeah. um, no there was just so much dead air yeah no it was, it, it, it was just bad now here's the thing I'm not gonna take any fault for that I blame Alfredo entirely for that oh, interaction why? completely just because I was like not even like trying I have decent game when it comes to, like, going and, and trying. I can start the thing. I'm not that good overall at anything. Yeah. Well, really? here's the thing, though. But that's, that's the thing. That's not your guys' thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys didn't grow up in that era that forced you to actually uh, uh, begin a conversation with a woman, right? Now, there's a couple things that are in play here. A, it's technologically easier for women to be, start the conversation. Women feel a little more empowered to do that, too, because it's a different time. And, and you know, it's, we're talking about a gap between 10 years between when I was 25 and you guys 25. When I was 25, all you had was Mark and you had match.com or like eHarmony, right? Which no one, which no one used because <laughs> no you were like, like farmers only. Cause I'm in San Francisco. <laughs> like I'm just going to go to the Marina and just yeah. talk to every single girl I can talk to that will actually engage. And then eventually one of them will think I'm funny or cute enough. And that'll be that. Um, so yeah, I put you guys in that place, but I, I didn't realize that that's just not your jam. That's not your jam. You guys are more, you two specifically are more about women coming to you. And no, like, see, this is no. bullshit. No, you no, are. Is. I'm not. You are, what? though. No, what? I'm not coming to me. You. They come to me, and I turn them down. No, I'm not saying that you you, you have sex with lots of them, but I'm saying that, like... <laughs> no, I'm not even you, saying that. You I'm meet, saying in terms of talking. You like to meet women a little bit more on an even kill. Like, you don't go after women. Like, mm. you'll just meet them and be like, oh, I respect cool. That. Like, let's talk to them. And then it just happens. Circumstantial I'm, most of the time. I don't know if I agree with that. I'm really? never on the yeah. hunt. I mean, any girl that I've ever been with has always been... A little bit on the different side of that story. Okay. Pretty much. Well, I'm or, not going to more, more organic. get too yeah. far into your personal life. I'm going to be a little more on the, the organic side. I like I like. Well, that's that. what I'm saying. It's, it's not like a, it's not like a, you were at a bar and you specifically was like, damn, I'm going to holler at that girl. And you mop a walk over to her. I mean, I, and you I were don't like, know. What's up? Right. It was more like, like the last girl or the current, I don't know if you want to talk about the current girl you're dating at all. In, in light. So light, lightly. lightly, lightly, yeah, lightly. I'm saying, but the Sprinkling. way the way you to met taste. her was at a funny event with just a bunch of your friends, yeah, which is the best mm-hmm. way to meet. But then I right. went after her, yes, but you weren't like what I'm saying is there's a difference between, hey, this is my friend so and so, oh, cool, we're having a fun time, hey, I vibe with you, you vibe with me, let's talk a little bit, and we should we should maybe figure this out versus, hey, I got these two Asian girls, I said I got these two Asian girls for you guys. Come talk to him. Yeah, okay. I guess I guess you're right in that sense. Okay, we'll come talk. Go, to going back bring to him this a cookie. Though. Who do you have? <laughs> two what? Two Asian girls. I got these two Asian girls. Uh, going back to the Alfredo thing though is I, I you know, I give him a lot of shit for not being good at that. But then he is the best, the best there ever fucking was. Once they start talking and uh, digitally, <laughs> yeah. Like once it's in text form, Alfredo mm-hmm. got that shit on lock, and that's what modern dating is all about. Yeah. And so successful. that's why so good that the Instagram story not only it was not a Comic Con thing, it was a him talking to some San Diego girl who flew the fuck up to San Francisco to see him. Damn, that's some. what's good. Get some. That's yeah, I don't know. Good. How many smiley face emoticons did you use in that text? You message? gotta use a lot. Yeah, dude. You gotta use a lot. Let them <laughs> know true. that they're loved. Let not too much. Not too many. Out. Definitely not too many. Yeah. It's because once you drop the smiley face. There's no going back. Mm-mm. Like, you did that yeah, shit. That, yeah, that, that, that's a little too scary. Greg, Greg not that it's a dating story, but Greg always makes fun of me because I use smiley faces a lot on Twitter because I think it's funny. And he's like, you are, <laughs> and he's like, you are the, I always use the uh, equal sign D, which is like just a funny one. And I think that's supposed to be a smile, but to me, I just look at it as being like, 
That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the king day today. Yeah, is, is yeah. That, uh, <laughs> that vapid look. Now I'm gonna say this because I, I'm not on the dating scene anymore. I haven't been in a long time. What I was always surprised about with me because everyone has to compensate for their weaknesses. My weakness was always like I couldn't ever believe that anyone was ever interested in me, mm. and I like I would always get you know not always but sometimes get too far with a girl where like I didn't know what to do with like that girl like where I'm like like you want me right, you know, right. like 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 where I'm like you know I don't think you you know, you talk about <laughs> like this guy back here or whatever and everyone like. And then once uh, girls seemed to be engaged with me, at least when I was like a kid, like or like younger, like in my late teens and early twenties, because I was like so. Because I uh, one of my girlfriends put it really well. He, she's like, "You don't seem like you care," and for some yeah. reason that is hot. Yeah, well, you know. And I'm like, and I'm heard. like, and I'm like, I don't understand what you mean. I really don't care. And she's like, but that, and she's like, but that, but that really is hot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, that was the best explanation I ever got about. It. But I haven't had to do, you know, do anything like that in a very long time. There was a study that uh, that that someone was talking about again. They, the, the 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 crazy they, were talking about where they were saying that they did a study of uh, showing women pictures of guys uh, with descriptions of them, and the guy the guys that came off sexier were the ones that looked like assholes in the pictures. Like they were either scowling or they were looking like they didn't give a shit. The guys that were like smiling brightly and were like welcoming. They were like, women don't find that They sexy. were like, with their no. arms open. Yeah, I mean, like, hello, welcome. That's 69. What about uh, the guy with the surprise face? Like the surprise face selfies? <gasps> I mean, they didn't go into that category. Oh. And again, this is, I don't know what, what you know, age of woman. It's brought me success. Of woman that they, that they, they chose. I'm guessing the older the woman gets, the less and less inclined they are to date the guy that looks like he's a prick in his picture. Mm-hmm. Um but it's true that kind of, that kind of attitude does work. And but, but what was so funny was I I didn't mean to put that out there. Being like, look how cool. Well, it has to be organic. Yeah, like look I was out. just like you I can really just walk out the door, I, and be like I'm gonna be an asshole today because I'm like that guy dude's a dick. Because oh, something okay. Alfredo said really resonated with me, which was when I was in, in college and, and and just out of college out here. You know, after I got hired, it was like I was never uh, like looking for women ever. Like I like that was always so weird to me when it was like oh, let's go out and pick up girls at the bar, or whatever. I'm like, why? Like, well, why can't we just go to the bar and fucking drink? You know, like. <laughs> like like what like what is the big deal? Why are we like you know making this such a huge deal? But what I fear now, in you know, th- thank God I have a girlfriend that like accepts me and loves me for who I am because I'd be shit out of luck. I think in this in this new era in this new age, no woman's gonna love me. No one's gonna love me, <laughs> no. Nick. No one I mean, could I possibly would, love all, this. First of all, I would love what? you. Second of all, you would have a, a little bit of an issue bringing her home and explaining her all of this. That would be my yeah. a little bit. That'd be my and, only and, problem. And, my, and the shelf of toys in my room. And and oh, you have a big TV. And Greg, but, uh, just Greg in general Greg, would yeah, be a, a sticking point to say the Why least. Why do you have a TV that's so big in your room that it looks like you're being abducted by aliens when you put it on at night? Um, <laughs> Listen, that scene from the X Files. Yeah, it's like it, like I turn it on, she's like, like Jesus Christ. But yeah, I, I think I'd be just because I'm 30 now, and I I feel like I'd be just you know, out of luck. Like I I don't I don't feel like I lack. I think part of and, and this is uh, this is just being candid. Like I think part of my don't care attitude or kind of approaching where I'm like I don't want to like make this all about women all the time and like going to get girls. It's because I didn't really believe in myself, you know. And that's why I think I was always shocked when attractive women liked me because I was like, don't don't you, don't it shouldn't shouldn't it be the other way? Like you're the woman I should probably be courting you, and since yeah. I'm not, I'm surprised that you. It showed a lot of my own ignorance or maybe just a lot of my own uncertainty in the way to deal with women. And I think I've just kind of fallen into good relationships at the time in which I was in that relationship where I kind of got to dodge like the fucking craziness of the, of you know, because I had my, my long-term girlfriend in high school and then I had my long-term girlfriend in college and then I had my long-term girlfriend as an adult. And I dated girls in between all those things. 
But I think I just kind of lucked out in the sense like I don't have to deal with this, but it would be a catastrophe if you fucking put me back out on the street. Oh yeah, right? see, I don't. I, I, the streets, yeah. there's no way. <laughs> can't I, put Colin back out in the wild. I think that it would be hard for me to rectify. Like if if for some if some reason my relationship with my wife were to end, I don't know that I'd want to date. I'd be like, you know, I'm just gonna like take a year and just not do this, not interact with the, just do whatever I want to do all the time. And I think it would be a shut in because that's kind of how I was when I was single. Where it was, I would. Go out the grass once. is always greener. Well, no, yeah, I mean, I think it's better to be in after a true, month. Is like, mm. no, I think honestly, I think it's better to be now in, in, a, in a good relationship than it is to be single. At least in this city, in this day and age, because it's a, it's weird out there, man. Tinder has ruined people. It like, does. I sorry. mean, it completely it has. fundamentally made people superficial monsters. Mm-hmm. And I see it with my friends who think it's a game, and I'm like, those are real people. Yeah. And then you realize that they're not real people because they're on the other side of the phone doing the exact doing the same, exact fucking, same thing. fucking thing. And it's so weird. Yeah. My, my favorite thing, because I've only been exposed to Tinder once. I was in Tokyo. And I'm going to I'm gonna, I was with someone who I will not name that you all know. And this person was on Tinder in Tokyo accepting, like, I think you swipe to the right if you like the person, right? And to the left if you want to yeah, get swipe right. right. And would just... Just like was literally at the bar for 15 minutes, just like not even looking at the phone, yeah, just swiping right in hopes that some one of these people would connect with them. And because he knew he wouldn't be ever back in Tokyo anytime See, soon, if ever. And I'm like, that's just, I agree with you. Where I'm like, this is listen, I'm not a contained person at all. If you want to have casual sex, fucking have fun, do, it do what you want to do, be safe, yeah. be smart. But if that, like, I am not one of these prude guys, never have been. If that's what your game is, that's totally fine. But there's such a thing, I think, is something that is too reductive. Where it's like, this is fucked up. You know, like, Tinder to me is interesting, but also makes me kind of uncomfortable. Where I'm, and and I'm, it's not like it's an old man. It's just like, where I'm like, come on, guys. Like, well, you're taking the humanity try a little bit more than, like, you got to try a little This can't possibly be that fun. But then I remember when I was 21 years old, and I'm like, no, this probably is that fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you're 20, <laughs> if you're 20 to 25, that thing is like, it's like a jungle gym, I, I had to imagine. But for me, for That's me, a good way of putting it. I mean, literally, it's oh, got to wow. be like the most fun thing. But to me, it takes it takes the human the human side out of meeting someone and the, and, and the actual interpersonal side out of meeting someone, and that can't be very good. Now, here's the thing. I think that's a very uninformed way to look at it because it's like on the on the surface level yeah we joke about it of tinder's just a will you fuck me yes or no let's fuck but it's like you still need to go through with the fucking well that's and the problem every story i've heard that's where the human interaction comes in and that's where things get weird that's what and i'm that's saying right fall apart that's what i'm saying is when you just like okay let's back up when i used to go to bar i first of all i don't think meeting a woman at a bar is any better uh, as an experience than as tender. What we used to do when we would all go out was we would try to create a situation where the dynamics would be such that there would be enough women to guys and we would all sort of know each other, but you would have friends that would come and that's how you would meet people. And the bar was just to sort of lubricate the evening a little bit, right? To give everyone something to do in and amongst talking to each other. And eventually, inevitably, once out of every two or three weeks, you would meet someone that was casually interested in you and you would see where that goes. But there was such an excitement to that, yeah. right? Where you were like, That's true. damn, I just met this girl and I saw her and she saw me and I knew that she thought I was cute. I'm going to go over there and not fuck this up. Oh, I fucked it up. Damn it. I got to wait another week or two or something like that. Or whose turn is it tonight that's going to actually find that magic? But with Tinder, it's just like... It's usually ties. <laughs> no, ties was every time we yeah. went out. Always. Every time. But Ty never found the girl that he was going to date. Ty just found the girl that was friends with the girl that I was going to date. Right or that was friends with the girl that I spent the whole night talking to, going, "Oh, you're actually a really cool person." When I can hear you, because we always went to stupid ass loud clubs. Um, you have two what? 
<laughs> um, but yeah, but Tinder just makes it. You're right. It makes it too reductive. It's it, it's too boiled down to our base instincts, and when you rely too much on those, you forget that thing that actually makes us human, which is that we are able to judge something based on more than one characteristic and make an informed decision. Um, having said that, I'm I'm with Colin as well. Like if I were 21 to 25 and single, that'd be my fucking first app that I had on my phone. It's That'd be the only, only app. app on your phone. I would, make, I would try <laughs> to make it five times bigger. And my like machine. That. It's easy to so just hit it. It's easy to talk, but I also know who I right now. I also knew who I was when I was 18, 19, 20, where it was like, I never had one night stands with women that I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like I never like met a girl, had sex with her. And then like, like I've had sex one time with women that I knew, you know? And it was like a, a tension thing where I was like, we got to, yeah. Do this. Now. Gotta break this off. You know, like, and that and that yeah. and that happens several it's like times. That college college it's like of, too long. I we just have to thing. have sex now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and like, like, <laughs> and you know, complete agreement. You knew you knew them for years. You were friends with them afterwards. You know, and it was just like one of those things. So I, I did have one night stands in that respect, but I think that even given those tools, and I, and I haven't had a situation like that by the way since I was like in college. That seems like a very college kind of thing where you know you kind of meet a, a woman, you know, you know someone, and you, you're friends with them, you're friends with friends, or whatever. And then one night you're just like, uh, you know, it's time now. You know? It's time. Yeah. And and they're thing. like, it's time, and and you do your thing, or whatever. And I don't think I've had that experience very much since college. And I think the reason is that I was never even really comfortable with it in that respect. You know, like I always I always hated the notion of like, well, you can't have if you're a guy, you can't have a girlfriend. You know, mm-hmm. and like one of my best friends in college was a girl. You know, and yeah. and like I did have a girlfriend, and it wasn't like girl that space with, friend. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like that. Yeah. You know? Um. So I always wanted to buck that trend where I'm like, why can't it be a little more like a little a, a little harder, a little a little more earned, something that you know. And so I think that even with these tools, it's easy to say like, yeah, it would have been fun, it would have been a blast if this came out ten years ago when I was at Northeastern or whatever. Mm-hmm. The fact is, is that I probably still wouldn't have done it. You know, I never did online dating or anything like that either. I don't think that if I was with my girlfriend, I would do it either because, again, it's a lack of self-confidence in myself. Like, why would I even put myself out there? I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And also because there is some, there is part, there is something to the game. Well, you know, like there yeah. is, there definitely, exactly, I understand exactly what you say, what you mean when you say that feeling, that excitement that you're thinking yes. about that person. And like, you like, there is something about that. And I feel like that that is kind of lost in the, in the, in the, the smartphone age. Thing, I, I don't think that it's, it's lost. It's just different because, you know, I I grew up, and I'm going back a little younger, so this is more like middle school, puberty era, but, like, AIM was so important, and the excitement was there. Oh, my God. Staying up till 3 a.m., talking to girls, and it was the same thing. It was like, you're talking to a different girl every couple weeks. Sure. But it's like, it's that same thing until you fuck up, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that, like, it's just different. It's not better. Yeah, or worse. I think you know, in any, in any situation, I think people um, appreciate things that they have to work hard for, or that they feel like they've earned, right? And so, like, the harder something is, or the more time you have to invest in something, the more you sort of, I think, you ascribe value to that. Um, and that's dating for me is like the more time I put into to getting to know someone and developing that sort of tension that Colin's talking about, where it's like there's a supreme attraction here. We're gonna ride this thing out until we eventually have to admit it to each other via taking each other's pants off. Um, that's that's an important thing but what i've seen and this is again i'm, I'm an outlier on this i'm very very much on the, on the sidelines of this is that i've seen my friends constantly be like uh this chick wants to meet up with me but nah and i'm like what how is that fun i guess it's fun when the hot chick is like let's meet up and you actually the point zero one like time when actually everything connects and it's a fun you know experience and you actually get that one night stand hook up but it's it's a it's a it's probably not really fulfilling at the end of the day, right? You're like, cool, I scored one, but then you're like, oh shit, maybe I got an STD now. Oh my god, is this chicken gonna be crazy? Or like, 
I don't know. To me, I, I think the whole thing is is fun up to a point, where like I can't imagine that after you've swiped right and she swiped right and you go back and forth and talk to someone. There's that. I guess it's fun that initial excitement, but then like from all accounts, all my friends are like, yeah, they never even follow up. And then when they do, it's like, sure, it's cool, but it's not. It's not. It's not like it's every time. We're like every single time. You're like, cool. It's guaranteed. I'm gonna bang this girl. No, it's not gonna happen most of the time, right? I mean, well, I don't know. You guys tell me. I don't use Tinder. I don't either. Do you have a high success rate with it? Or I haven't jumped on that. You don't, oh, you got Instagram. I, I probably doesn't need that. Yeah, I probably has got two things that, that no other man has. Instagram and Starbucks. On. Yeah. That's yeah. All <laughs> I, I think, you know, and this brings me into my topic and we'll segue over is that, you know, the, the closing thought I have with this is that I think this brings, what, what Nick's saying is uh, there's there's an essence there that I want to touch on, which is that I think, and I, I know some people kind of cringe when, when someone would say this, but sex is largely overrated. And, oh, yeah. And... It's good in well, the moment, and you think about your, your that, old escapades, and you're like, Kevin's like mm. let me let me say not overrated, but I think uh, we put too much importance on uh, on getting on having the actual act. Yeah, I think sex sure. is tremendously important to a relationship because for me, it's a it's a it's a good barometer as to where my wife is with me emotionally. Right? If we have if we were having sex on a regular basis and we feel emotionally connected, that is usually what happens. Right? We're like we're good. Oh, we're real good. Oh, done. I go let's go to Starbucks or yoga, whatever. Um, but you're right, and, I'll, and I, you got to get back to that point, which is that we, especially as guys, you, there's just way too much importance put on getting out there and scoring, right? Like yeah, and I getting more that, notch on your belt. You're like, Fuck, who cares? and I hated that shit. That's why I was saying in college, it's like, yeah, I had those those girlfriends where it was like we knew each other for years and we would hang out and party, and we were all oh, a group of friends. Best. And then like, the and best. then like, you know, you met when you were freshman, and when you're senior, you're senior, you're like hanging out at her place one night, and you're like. <laughs> We've known each other for years, and this is gonna, this is gonna happen. Yeah, and and and, and it's it's yeah. kind. There's something special about like the buildup, as opposed oh, to me going to the bar where it's like, like where you can cut the tension with a knife. Like there's yeah. something really special about that. Like those moments, I remember those moments, and you know. But at the same time, like I feel like we overemphasize sexuality in this society to an embarrassing degree, and I like want. I think it's reductive and hurts women. I think it hurts men. Um, I think that. You know, it's it just it's just bothersome. But it brings me to my topic because we're talking about Tinder, we're talking about Instagram, all these things. Where I'm, I've been longing lately for more simplicity in my life, and I'm curious about how you guys. We can touch on this quickly, but especially for Nick and I, I remember the days without the internet. I remember them well. You know, I remember I I got the internet I think in 1994, 1995, right, right, and I was alive yeah. for 10 years before that. Yeah. And like the and and having the internet in those days was like a 14.4 or a 28.8 modem. And you dial up and it costs money and you're on your phone and you couldn't use it that much. The internet didn't become the internet until like the early 2000s. Yeah. And I long for those days of having to have conversations with people. And the reason I'm thinking about this is because I was at a restaurant the other night and uh, I walked past this table of four girls that are clearly friends and they're all like this. And if you guys aren't, aren't watching the video, they're, you know, I'm, I'm having my phone in front of my face and they're all just like this. And I'm like, you know what? That's bullshit. And then, I, and then literally like one second later, I'm like, I do that. Yeah, and 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 I'm like, it, to the point where we were in Boston. I'm like, everyone put your phones in the middle of the table. Yeah, no, it's, you know, no, and it's like, I, and, and, and like, it's hard. And I, I wonder how you guys feel about that. Like, I don't. I think the internet's an essential thing. It's it's the greatest tool that's ever been invented. It's it's the World Wide Web and 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 the, the exchange of knowledge is essential. I mean, we, we've talked about it before, Nick, especially like you and I remember. If you had a question, you couldn't actually answer it. There was a time where like someone was like, "Who was in that movie?" And yeah. you're like, I don't fucking know. You're like, you don't know. And like, unless, and like, you would never had the the VHS tape yeah. there. You didn't know anyone <laughs> that was in the movie. And and like that was, but there's something quaint about it. We talked about that episode of Seinfeld where they insist that Dustin Hoffman was in Star Wars. 
you remember that, that yes. episode where like a guy insists Dustin Hoffman is in Star Wars and it was just his way to like he would make a bet with pretty girls that like if oh if Dustin Hoffman wasn't in Star Wars I'll bring you to dinner or whatever like that was the whole episode and uh but I was like that would have been so easy for a woman today to, to look up like that episode of Seinfeld wouldn't even work today. no no none of it would work and and so I'm curious you got your guys thoughts about simplicity like do you crave more of it do you wish that there were times sometimes where you didn't have a, f- a smartphone where like you had to do simpler things that you had to have more personal connections with people it's not to say you don't have them now but you definitely don't have them the way people a hundred years ago had them you know See, I feel like the, the, the quote-unquote right answer is to say, yeah, I want more simple times and all that stuff. But fuck that. No, not at all. Like, I love this. I love smartphones. I love mm-hmm. the internet. I love the interactions I have. I still use my phone as a phone. A lot of my friends hate that. But, like, I like talking, if you guys didn't know. Yeah, so you're funny that, that you like to do that. You're one of the only people I've ever met that likes to talk on the phone. But so. I do. Which is I, funny I, because for a person that likes to talk on the phone, you never answer your damn phone. That's and bullshit. or any text messages ever. What are you talking about? I'm like, Tim, what do you got to text you tonight? Three days later. Oh, what's up, dude? I'm going to call you Robocop from now on. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? I texted him that last night. Um, <laughs> you did not ask me that before. Anyways, um, I definitely, I think this is great. I think this is simpler in a lot of ways. Like, yeah, you have to think a lot more about stuff at times, but all your answers are right there. It's just like, there's so much that you don't need to think about anymore because it's just there. Like, I need to think about, is my phone charged? Like, you start planning out your day based on, like, charging things. Mm. And that's weird. But mm. when you get good at it, you don't think about it anymore. It just happens. I'm in the middle. Um, I feel like without my phone, I wouldn't be able to, to connect to all the people who, like, support me on a daily basis. And I've grown, like, to be good friends with, you know? But at the same time, my last relationship, it was an issue because I was on my phone all the time. And she was, it got to the point where she was like, hey could you not can we have this time where you just don't touch your phone and then oh, that God. really made me realize I was like so many times I was like oh shit I'm on my phone too much like mm-hmm. oh no like my wife and I on Saturdays and Sundays when we're together she's like we have this sort of not even an unspoken rule we literally call each other out on that where we're like put the phone away sometimes we leave them at home like if I know there's nothing happening if like if we're not working on a project or if there's nothing that's outstanding specifically so you never will, leave your phone at home I, I feel so naked with it but she, the other day I yep. left it at home and she's like do you need to go back and get it and I'm like I want to. She's like, no, no, no. Do you need to? Is there something specifically that you need that phone for? Because we're only going three blocks away from our house. Mm-hmm. So there's not going to be a tidal wave that takes us fucking out to sea where you're going <laughs> to wish you had your phone, right? Like, if anything happens, you can literally get back home in five seconds and get your phone. And I was like, I guess I don't need it. And then it's so funny because the rest of the day, when I, 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 you know, you'd go in there to check it and make it the first couple times. And then eventually your brain would just be like, you don't have a phone. Don't worry yeah, about but it. But every time you do that, you freak the fuck out. Oh, you you're freak like, out. Holy shit. Where's you my phone? Out. It's um, the worst feeling in the world. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. But, but so so now I sort of look for moments in my life, things that I can do that where they don't even let you have a phone. Or like I, I started doing yoga with my wife. It's sort of like yoga. a thing that we can do together, um, which is not as deadly as you would think it is having played Street Fighter. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, when do we get to learn how to fucking throw fireballs? Um, no, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Same it's good. Uh, it's funny, by the way. Was I talking to you guys about that? Where, like, yoga is the complete antithesis of Dalsam, where, like, he learned, he turned it into a fighting style, and you're like, that is not what yoga is That's about. It's the complete <laughs> opposite of that. Which I think it's hilarious that they did that. Um, but then, you know, and as you guys know, Kevin and I are both part of the climbing community. You are. It's um, a fact. And when you're, guys, when you're 15 feet up in the air, okay. Tied, 60 feet up and you're tied up so there's no danger of you hurting yourself and and you're dangling by a string a fucking string that probably can't even that's made of kevlar it's it's a string <laughs> that can't even support the weight and it's springy and it's scary springy right like when you fall 
you're going to feel that fall. You don't think about your phone. You don't think about Twitter. You don't think about Facebook invites or whether or not you got the invite, which is another thing that pisses me off. Well, I'll get to in a second. You just have to focus on the climb. And that's it. And being free. Where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> yeah, what are, what are you saying? I don't know. I just I haven't, haven't made it to, what? to our climbing community. You know, but this is the thing that pissed me off is like, you guys grew up with it, right? You guys grew up with this. Like, there's some staggering statistic that says that we've, what was it? Like, we've we've uh, evolved more from a technological standpoint in the last, like, 20 years than we have in the last, and like, all the years before that. Yeah. In all in term, the years. Like, no, it is. No, it is. It's, 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 well, in terms of computing processing power, I think even in the last 10 years, more than, like, human history. Than anything. Like, if you look, I think the, the statistic I'm trying to quote is from the turn of the, the 20th century, from the Industrial Revolution on, that 100-year, 120, 15-year span that we've had, we've, we've, Evolved more as a, as a human race than we have all the years before that. It's just, it's just, it's in terms of our technology, faster in terms of technology. So you people being born now are way more accustomed to it than even you, or, you know, or were born ten years ago, way more accustomed than, than you guys are because they grew up with everything that you have. Whereas Colin's right, I don't. My brain doesn't instantly think, how am I going to utilize all these tools at my disposal? My brain goes, there's too much of this shit. I don't want it. I don't want any of it, right? And the thing that pisses me off, like, I can't tell you how much it pisses me off, is when someone will send me a text, be like, hey, are you going tonight? And I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, you didn't get that Facebook invite? There's a big group Facebook invite for so-and-so's like, so-and-so got married. And I'm like, what the shit? No one texted me this? No one called to see? Like, if you're my best friend or one of my best friends and you put out an invite and I didn't get back to you, you're not going to call me on that shit? Like, maybe I didn't see it? Oh, well, Nick's just an asshole. He never comes to the fucking parties anymore. Yeah, like, Facebook, I don't see it. I don't Facebook, see this shit. Yeah, Facebook. Thankfully, I think we're getting away from that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, we, we are. are. Facebook Facebook support. Support. I was reading a piece in the Wall Street Journal, though, not too long ago where they were saying that the technological culture and the way we share our information and kind of share gatherings uh, has created havoc with RSVPing, where, like, someone was, some woman was using an anecdote of her wedding where, like, 40 people that sh- showed up to the wedding that, like, did not RSVP but were invited. Oh, that's and, and and like and that like they didn't know what to do and stuff like that and it was based I on just like go the fuck home. I'd be like, sorry guys, you didn't RSVP. I only weddings you have to be really careful with because as you guys oh you guys will know one day is that you have to pay per person. So every person that shows up it costs you depending on where which, you're getting married. Which is why you pay. Jobs. Which is why you pay the groom and the bride to kind of even it out. Well, which is why you pay the group. What do you mean? Well, that's why you, you give a presents. wedding present. Yeah, yeah exactly. like and there's like a whole you know simple algorithm for how many people you're bringing to the wedding and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, but yeah, when people come and there are they if pe- if forty people show up, that's potentially four thousand dollars that you have unaccounted for. You can't yep. feed them. You, can, you don't have no place for them to sit. This is not like a party that you're having. Where you're like, fuck it, just move the couch. Like we're ready to rock and roll. Like you, you have a lot of things planned. So it, it's very true. Um, and I'm the worst at it. People invite me all the time, and I'm like, oh, was I supposed to RSVP for that thing? Eh, it's not gonna go. The the reason I, I was thinking about this too was I finished a book by Andy Ware. I think it was his, the author's name called The Martian, which I've been recommending to people for a while. And it's about I'm not gonna spoil too much of it, but it's it's a book about uh, it takes place like 50 years in the future. It's about a NASA mission to Mars and how one of the guys gets left behind, and he's by himself. And he's just taking a lot of selfies. And he's, he's taking all, a lot of selfies. All he can do. And all he has over there, like they don't even have the internet there because it's not practical to have like Wi-Fi signals go to the internet because like you have to have a direct line of sight with the Earth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He has like a rover where he can text with people, but like other than that, like nothing's really happening for him. And it, it brought it brought my in my mind. It's his like personal journal is the book basically like what he's doing and how he's occupying his time. And it's like holy shit. That would be terrifying. you know like like. Because you're not only removing yourself from like all the technology you have, but you're removing yourself from any personal interaction at all. He's yeah. by himself with nothing. Well, just texting, right? Oh he can God. text from the. It's a little bit of a. It's, it's not really too much. Over. He can imagine go, like, text you what's every, up? What you up to? Yeah, I would text just you every day. You specifically every day. Yo, you want to come over? 
<laughs> but it takes, but it takes like, day. but it takes like three and a half minutes for like the it's text like to reach Earth, and then oh, like, okay. they have to read it, then like go back. Anyway, it just brought it to my mind because I, I, I I'm not. I'm you get not, picture it, text though. No, it's only text. Oh, like, there's no bandwidth. No news. Because no can you imagine if there was like a the three minute wait in between texts, but pictures are allowed? It's just like. Can I, see, can I see your boob? Oh, I would immediately. I'd be like, look, I'm you know you how much no? I would milk no. that? Come like, on, please. I am, <laughs> I am stuck on Mars. I need to see your boob. Just one of them. Just one boob. Just one boob. Okay. But see, that's the, the problem. Yeah, then you get one boob and you never stop you at one boob. The other one. You got to keep, you got to see no. how much of the, of the puzzle you can put together. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I wonder, I wonder if we are injuring ourselves by being disconnected and and it's uh, part of it's essential right like i love technology and like the things that we're able to do now like i've said before like we went to the moon in 1969 with the processing power of a ti-83 calculator it's unbelievable when you think about 69 (laughs) but what like what we, we have this technology where you know there's the whole adage that like processing power multiplies by two every 18 months which has been true since the 60s it's unbelievable it's fucking completely unbelievable but what does this mean for us as a race? And this is what this is what even Ray Kurzweil and those guys, the futurists, talk about when they talk about the singularity and stuff like where we're really only a few decades away from actually merging with technology. And oh, where we have we have technology like implanted in us, in us. like where they're working. People are working on things like downloading your memories. You know, like that's a real thing that people are trying to do. Yeah. You know, like where like you well, they already have nanobots, right? Uh, nano machines? Yeah. yeah, there are nano machines. I don't know how they, practical. We no, we looked on so, saying that they, they can actually inject. Like I, I heard some story the other day where they were talking about they're actually like doing clinical trials on injecting people with like a a, a type of nanotechnology that will go in and like fix all fix, the problems of the last like, three discs games in your yeah. back or things like that. And also they have like they have. Uh, are you guys familiar with like a <coughs> like uh, when you slip a disc? Before, if you fucked up your spine and you slipped the disc, they would go in, they would take it out, and they would fuse your spine together. Now they have, like, these, like... They're not robotics, per se, but apparently they have, like, mechanical things you can put in between the discs that will articulate that are getting close to, like... And how far is it away from just putting a chip in there that tells you exactly, like, what the stress is going to be on the body and that joint and, like, how different to stand and stuff like that. It's all sorts of crazy shit that's happening. I don't understand what sounds so bad about this. It's just... It's just... That's what I was going to say. This singularity is going to happen, and it's not necessarily... A bad thing, but we are going to lose our humanity forever, and like that's humans kind of suck though. But but humanity is, and I've said this before. Like to me, it's like there's a natural evolutionary process, right, of getting smarter and getting stronger and getting better. The survival of the fittest. It's a real, it's a real thing, right? It's it's just a natural thing. Humanity is the only example we know of that has outsmarted evolution. We don't need it anymore, you know. And and now we make our machines. Now we make our computers do all these kinds of things. There's just something to lost in the simplicity of. And I'm not saying I want to go back to these times where, but I, you know, I, I love Downton Abbey, for instance, and it's like, not that these people in Downton Abbey are living a simple life because they're not; they live in a huge manor and stuff like that. But there's like something about it where it's like there's something simple about sitting in a in a firelit room reading a book, you know, or like having a simple meal or a cup of tea. It sounds and miserable, like, and like Colin. no one can talk to each other without writing a letter or getting on the fucking telephone or setting a. What telegram. about that? Sounds good. A letter. Oh my. No, see, I think I think for everything. I, I think it's romantic. I think for everything that technology affords us, you know, it also there's a hindrance to it as well. But I think I'll, I'd rather take it than not. And I think because I think a lot of the world problems can and will be solved by by having the the free exchange of ideas and information out there, um, which is why I mean I, I don't know I don't really know what I guess you would say the, the the biggest technological achievement of humankind is, but I would venture to say that the internet is up there. At your sketch, if not the number one thing that we've <laughs> produced to date, 
that has uh, affected the human, you know, our, our lives uh, the most. And so, you know, especially when you start looking at countries like, uh, like North Korea or China, that, that they restrict the amount of information that people have access to. That is, that is, that's just, it's criminal. And the reason they do that is because they know the second that that information is unrestricted, it's going to fundamentally change the way those people believe and think about everything. Um, so I don't know. But, I mean, unfortunately, you can't stop it, right? There's no going back to those simple times. I, too, wish that, like, you know, I always say, like, I love watching movies on TV. And the reason I like watching movies on TV is like catching a lion in the wild, right? Where you're like, oh, that's on. Because there is that spontaneity. I didn't have to choose that. Some some the, the stars aligned. And tonight, for some reason, when I was ready to watch Predator – predator was on so it's right. like oh. it's like catching a lion in the wild you know what i mean Where, it's like it's, it's a great you way go, of putting you go it. to the zoo and you're like all right fucking okay let's go to the lion cage yeah okay there's a lion and, and nine out of ten times motherfuckers just sitting down like dude it sucks it and then sucks it's feeding here. time and everyone gets super excited but then yeah, that's never as exciting shit. as it should be and i always have to put plexiglass up because some dipshit threw a mountain do that i will hop the fence and kills him <laughs> I will. I will end with this. This topic with this note is that someone te- uh, tweeted me something really interesting where he was like, um, "Does it scare you that all of the smartest technologists and futurists in, in the world are currently all talking about how machines are going to kill us?" And I was like, "That's interesting because it's fucking true." Like all, you know, like whether it's the, you know, uh, Bill Gates was the most recent one to talk about. It. He's like, that when people are like, what is the, you know, and I'm just reducing the conversation, but they're like, what is the biggest problem right now? And he's like, we are making machines that are going to be sentient. We better be fucking very scared. Yeah. You know? So like, like, and we see, it's so funny to look at something like Terminator or Battlestar and be like, that might be the future, you know? Like, <laughs> that's, 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 that's the crazy thing though. Like when you start to, I know we're getting long, um, and we got to do the, the thing, but, uh, that's that's a crazy thing when you start looking at sci-fi too, and a lot of people talk about Jules Verne like that, where they're like, "Did he think of the idea first that made people read that book and go, shit, we should try to make this happen?" Or like, at what point do you draw the line? So like, are did people watch Terminator and go, "Oh, that's an interesting idea, artificial intelligence. Maybe we should put more of our time and effort into that thing," right? Where you're just like, "How does this shit come about?" And or Battlestar is it inevitable? Yeah, or Battlestar where it's like, "Oh, we we should make robots that do all the work for us." That right. sounds like a great idea. Um, and okay. then they'll turn on us mm-hmm. and kill us. Yeah. Um, okay. Last topic. Yeah. This one goes to Nick. Give me a little bit of a lightning round because we do have we are pinched up against time. We have a little bit of time though. We have. Uh, um, we have a little time. We we we're gonna need some setup time. Keep okay. that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll yep. go about ten minutes on this one. I think that's appropriate. Uh, this uh, topic is our, is our Patreon topic. It was uh, uh, submitted to us by Andrew Bramble uh, on Patreon. Is that correct, Tim? Mm-hmm. Yes. You you gathered the yep. topic for me. Uh, remember, if you you know if you want to follow us on Patreon, you go to patreon.com forward slash kind of funny, and you can see how you can support us there and get some of your topics on the show. Like Andrew Bramble did, he said, uh, what. My topic for the show is what are some of your first childhood crushes? Uh, basically, childhood crushes. Uh, also, just wondering if you want me to change my pledge. No, we don't need that information. But childhood crushes. Let's talk right. about those. I got a story. I got a good story. story for this. So, obviously, we've talked about this before. The Pink Ranger. She was a childhood crush of mine. Becky Jessica. Joanne Johnson, right? Nope. What's Amy Joe Johnson. Amy Joe Johnson. No. Shout out to Becky, though. Um, and then on the other side, we had Jessica Alba in Idle Hands, which was just a formative moment oh, of my life. That wasn't a crush so much as a fucking, like... Well, that was the moment I epiphany. realized what my penis was. Yes. Um, but childhood crushes. I feel like, you know, we had our crushes on these fictional characters mm-hmm. or actresses. But for me, my first real childhood crush of a, a girl that I knew, actually knew. It's a funny story. So 
my my core group of middle school friends, this dude Curran and this other dude Vincent and this other guy Brandon, we to this day are like very close friends. And when we first, the first reason we met was in our seventh grade science class, we had to make volcanoes because remember, we all had to do that. Mm-hmm. So we made them out of clay, had to like, you know, put the, the vinegar and all that shit and it would make stuff happen. So we had a, a sleepover over at my friend Vincent's house and we went over and we're all chilling and you know it's a sleepover as we went over a couple of weeks ago when you're supposed to go to sleep and everyone's like, hey, still awake so we stayed up all night talking and hey can i come can i come sleep in your sleeping bag with you no that's not what I, was said I that is that is that isn't what was said that's at all. then someone comes to the room and he's like it's fine tim what are you what are you what's wrong <laughs> it's getting too warm in that sleeping bag oh my god no open no no no, no a little no. bit and show me your thighs <laughs> that, that that did not happen but what did happen was the first time i ever had the conversation who do you like Right. And we kind of just went around this like fucking circle of who do you like? Oh, I like this girl. I like this girl. And I was just like, oh, fuck. I'm so not prepared for this. What does that even mean? I don't like anybody. And like they all like, had their people that they named and they were kind of obvious people at this point where I was like, oh, I, I don't know those girls personally, but like they're attractive. So I get that. And then they get, came to me and they all chose different people. So when they're like, oh, so, so who, who do you like, Tim? And I'm just like, Pamela. Just threw a name out there. Yeah. Some girl that was in my band class. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Pamela, that's the girl. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 she's cute. I'm like, yeah, yeah, she is. I like her. And I'm just like totally playing along with this. And they're playing along, too, because keep in mind, they're fucking dipshits, too. Right. They know what the fuck they're doing. But I thought they were cooler than me. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be cool with these guys because they were already friends. I was new to this whole thing. So then they're like, you need to tell her you like her. That's how this works. And I'm like, all right. And they're like, tell her on Monday. I'm like. All right, that sounds like a plan. Like, you gotta tell her you like her. You gotta give her a rose. I'm like, dude, this. You're like, all first right. of all, now now we're getting into this is a financial commitment that I just can't I can't commit to. Well, no, roses so, are expensive. No, hold on, exactly. Okay. Roses. I'm like, where do I get a rose? And they're like, oh, there's a flower store up on Union. And I'm like, all right, how much are they? And they're like, oh, you can get a single rose. You need to get it with baby's breath. What the fuck is baby's breath? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's these, like, little Damn, bubbles deep. that go on this it's shit. And I'm like, Damn. They're like, No, we always do this. This is how you tell a girl you like her. And I'm like, All right, I'll do this shit. And they're like, what, Do you not want to get... I'm like, I can't get the rose before I go to school on Monday. This is the whole thing. And they're like, Oh, do you have a backyard? I'm like, Yeah. Do you have roses? I'm like, Yeah, I think my mom has some roses. They're like, just cut the rose. And then my friend Vincent's like, yeah, but you need to, it needs to be wrapped. You need to have it in a wrapper of some sort. And I'm like, Jesus. all right. And then, 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 then Curran's like, do you have aluminum foil? Yeah. Good old Curran. Like, yeah, I do. So I fucking get this rose. I snip a goddamn rose mm-hmm. from my backyard. I wrap that shit in aluminum foil. And I bring it to school on Monday. And I'm, I go up to Curran and Vince. And I'm like, is this it? And they're like, oh, fucking nailed it. And like they were, they weren't fucking with me. Like they legitimately were like, oh, "You got this, bro." <laughs> and they're like, "Go up to her, go tell her you like her, give her the rose." Walk up to Pamela, surrounded by all of her friends. They're like, "Hey, Pamela, I like you. Give her the rose." It did not end well. Yeah, it ended so fucking poorly. And like, but to be fair, she was such a bitch about it. Like, what did she do? She was so mean to me. She yeah. was so, like, did yeah. not think it was funny, did not take it nicely. And for the next couple of years was just a total asshole to me. And me and one of her her very close friends ended up kind of getting together. She caused so much problems for us. It was a bad thing. We ended up going to high school together. And then it was just, like, always a war between us. Then we ended up going to college together. And she, like, warmed up. She's like, ah, Tim's actually kind of cool. So then we, we, we've, we've made up since. But uh, yeah, that was definitely my... try to have sex with her now. No, 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 no. 100%. But uh, that, that was my... We're all afraid of her. Episode 69. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
I'm Alfredo Noser because we they went to high school together. But um, yeah, that was definitely my childhood crush story. I have a couple. Which I'll tell very fast. Uh, one was I was in love with this girl. I don't know if we're allowed to say names of people we're in love with, but it's not really disparate. Just first name it. is okay, I think. Yeah, I was in love with this. Well, I was in love with this girl in sixth grade, uh, and we were we went to the same. Uh, uh, Jesus, what is that school? I guess we were, we were in the school? same class in, in no, not middle school. It's a uh, grammar school. Um, that's that's one elementary through six, school. Right? Elementary school. That's what I'm looking for. Thank you. Um, and we went to the same school, and she was like, "You're really cool. I really like you. You'll be my boyfriend, right?" And I was like, "Oh, that's exciting." And during the, during the summer mm-hmm. between sixth grade and seventh grade, when we were going to go to junior high, uh, we spent time together. She lived right up the street from me, so it was <laughs> like I could go over whenever. We would like walk around a little bit and this and that. And we, I think, we got really close. If not, I, she wasn't my first kiss, but she was like my second kiss. And she was the kiss that I was like, "Oh my god, I want this to happen for the rest of my life." Like this is the kiss. And it was one of those situations where you like you just couldn't sleep. Everything everything fills your mind with her like anytime you thought about anything it was about her you would like fantasy any any sort of movie you saw you're like i'm watching star wars she could totally be princess leia or totally be han solo or some combination of Tom, han solo and the better parts of luke because luke was kind of a pussy um then seventh grade came around right and we went to we i had to take pre-algebra in summer school and this is when she discovered that there was a whole other group of guys in the world that were not me one of whom was this little kid that used to play soccer. He was he was kind of a douchey little kid, but he was cool with me. Like I liked him, and she just started liking him instead. Then she also started liking my this other this blonde kid, who was like I was like wow this girl's like totally into all these other guys, but specifically she started liking this I'm, I'm sorry she liked this blonde kid first who for some reason she decided would be fun to pit against me. And like start talking all sorts of shit, and I was like, what's going on? I don't understand what's happening. Why is this guy? And she's like, well, you know, he kind of want to he wants to kick your ass. And I was like, I don't, know. I don't, I don't want to fight anyone. I'm not a fighter. I'm not even a thinker. I'm just more of like a sitter. I sit and watch movies. That's what I do. Like, if, if he's down for that, I'll fuck him up. But, but <laughs> this is not gonna happen, right? Um, and so he ended up having some friends, and we would talk shit, and we had this these weird like you know they started dating and I was like wow I'm broken up with this is the first time I've discovered heartbreak this is terrible and then I lost her to this guy who's who's I don't even know him but he seems like a nice guy but he's kind of an asshole to me for no reason and then after summer school she broke up with him and started dating the guy that was a soccer player and that's how it went and we had class together me and this guy Stu and he sat down and I sat down and we were like so we sat next to each other I think it was actually Mrs. Wiley's class again where I met Ryan and uh, he kind of looked over me and he's like hey and I'm like hey and he's like yeah, sorry about all that shit. And I was like, eh, no worries. And we have been best friends ever since. Literally, he has been my best, one of my best friends. We still see each other. He was at my bachelor party. Yeah. You, met, you met Big Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he and my buddy Todd. And that was, that was just one of those situations where I was like, wow, that crush went from awesome to terrible to me meeting one of my best friends that'll be my best friend for the rest of my life. There you go. Yeah. For me, it was in middle school. I liked this girl. She liked me. Then we became boyfriend and girlfriend. And then we didn't really know how relationships were supposed to go. So mm-hmm. we would sit on the phone with just silence for hours. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yeah, kind of like this other girl. So I broke up with her and then moved on. That, yeah. was, that, was, that was pretty okay. that, that was That was back in the day when Alfredo would, this isn't even a joke. He would walk around with his iPod or MP3. I don't even remember the fuck. CD player. It was a CD, it was player, a CD player. With his CD headphones, player. like earbuds draping over his ears. They wouldn't even be in his ears. Mm-hmm. Blasting Act of Fool, the so Too good. Fast, Too Furious, so yeah. ludicrous song. Yeah. And he'd be fucking blasting that shit. Blasted, just oh, walking to class. I love that. Those are cool times. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you had, I had crushes on various girls throughout, throughout growing up. I will say that my first crush that, like you were saying, like where you were like, oh, I don't like girls, I like girls, was Tara Reed. 
specifically, specifically in no, specifically Big Lebowski. And, oh yeah, and then uh, she was like extraordinary in in American Pie though. She was so hot. Um, she went so off the deep end though. She really did. But that was that was that and that bothers my girlfriend so much that, you that like, like i fucking love tara reed and like it's not the tara reed now it's like the tara reed back then because i'm like you have to understand like, that was my chick because you had a like, chance I, if you'd gone to comic-con last year tara reed came to ign's comic-con party i would have lost and my she hung out right by with Tara, and it was disaster i would have i would have fainted probably because like i like <laughs> I I, lo- I I loved her so much, and it was so disappointing to watch like her downfall, you know. And I feel like people are very mean to her, but like whatever. I don't you know. I don't know her, but well, she got a really bad stomach job, and that did not help. Paradise, yeah, paradise, man. It was she. Yeah, she was a combination of, you know, the crazy that gets let out when you become a celebrity, and some bad plastic surgery, and the really that was one of that was actually kind of the start of the internet culture, right? Where you think about that time period that's when like internet commenters and uh, and the internet came to maturity in that you're like oh i don't like this person based purely off of the information that i have at hand i'm gonna blast this person and that's what happened i think and i think she went a little cray cray with that unfortunately never came back and sadly her career suffered and she decided not to do any of the sequels to um she did she was in the last one because greg and i went to the american uh, reunion. reunion yeah which i went to the movie theater yeah. to see she got too big for the, american pie i went to the i went i saw the very first showing of american reunion with greg I did, too. did you go did, did. were you with us not with you guys oh, okay i was very into it because that was that was our that was my seminal kind yeah, of team movie important. dude that movie uh, was, by the way that movie was on the other day and i watched i started watching it and my wife's like are you really watching this and i'm like this movie's funny yeah, yeah, reunion or pie? yeah no american american pie i think all four all of them are funny. really funny, funny. Yeah. and not the not the band camp spin-offs are still kind of funny Although I love how I love how Eugene Levy will just do anything. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. He's, he's always been, dude. If you go back and look at his career, he has had a vast career in movies. He's in everything for Christ's sake. He's in like every like movie from the late '80s on. I swear to God, he's in there somewhere. You can spot him in a uh, million movies. So that's it for Game Over Greggy Show episode sixty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greg will be back for the next episode, episode seventy. We appreciate you guys watching and supporting us on Patreon. If you don't, that's okay. You can listen to us and watch us for free. We we love you either way. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm Colin, that's Tim, this is Alfredo and Nick. We'll see you guys next time. Until then, au revoir. <laughs>